Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Tough, tough night for Joe Burrow. Exits the game with a wrist injury. Looked extremely painful. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It's Friday. <sighs> you made it to the end, but now Joe Burrow's rest of the season really is in question, Perloff. There was a moment last night in the game on Amazon. Everything was a mess last night. Yeah. So Joe Burrow's hand got hurt. Lamar Jackson was in the blue tent with an ankle injury. Mark mm-hmm. Andrews was out with a very serious ankle injury. And I guess a couple of drones got on the field, and now Michaels just was, not was trying it. to vamp for a little bit. <laughs> and then they went to a commercial, and nobody knew what, why is this game not happening now. Honestly, I, I think the Ravens should be the ones breathing a sigh, uh, a sigh of relief because they looked like they were headed for a big injury game, and it turned out Cincinnati was the one with the injury game. Well, you might have lost Mark Andrews yeah. for the season. I mean, that's not nothing. He's dealt with injuries in the past, but their offense, the numbers back it up. They are much more potent with Mark Andrews, one of the best pass-catching yeah. tight ends, than without him, of course. But at least for the Ravens, it doesn't feel like the death knell. First of all, they have a lead in the division, and yes, Lamar you know, was able to finish the game. He got some treatment for his ankle on the sideline, but because the Ravens did a better job this offseason of giving Lamar some more weapons, yep. it used to feel like if Mark Andrews went down, like, who's going to catch passes? Duvernay? Like, now at least, you know, Bateman caught a touchdown last night. I know he's been there, but you do have Odell. You do have Zay Flowers as a rookie. There's other options. Here. There's almost some optimism because it used to be Mark Andrews or Bust. That was the only guy I could throw to. Now these guys, all of Lamar Jackson's yards last night were yak. They were after the catch. Be Zay Flowers and Odell and Bateman were so fast once they got into the secondary. So maybe you can reinvent the offense even a little more now. Maybe there's a positive here. Now, oh, so Beckham had an amazing play last night where he juked a guy on the sideline. Yep. I just worry about Odell Beckham. I'm mean, talking about an injury risk. Can he be out there sort of shedding tackles all season long? Well, according to the broadcast, he just feels like he's getting into game shape right now. So, but, And then he got hurt his shoulder at the end of the game, yeah. but he seems like he's okay. So that's the Ravens side of things. But again, they sort of have like a little, I'm not going to say they have a cushion, but a little bit because oh, sure. they did, um, they've now swept the Cincinnati Bengals. They are leading the division. They're eight and three. Um, and they've they're set themselves up in a really good spot. The Bengals, on the other hand, were already coming into the season, Perloff, with um, little margin for error because Joe Burrow was coming off of that hot, uh, ankle injury. He insisted, wanted to start the season, didn't want to miss any games, but he clearly wasn't himself in the beginning of the year. Then he sort of miraculously started working himself back into shape, and just as the ankle, excuse me, the calf, not the ankle, the calf was getting better, 
Now it's the wrist. And even if Joe Burrow has to miss a couple games, I still think the Bengals are live here. They're five and five. And the AFC is not really, you know, not breaking like we thought it was. We thought we were going to have all these elite teams that were just going to be off to the races. It's not really setting up like that. You know, the Cleveland Browns are now going to be without Deshaun Watson for the rest of the year. Kenny Pickett has not taken this giant leap forward. Buffalo Bills are in disarray. Miami can't beat a team over five with an over 500 record. Chargers are still the Chargers. Jacksonville's a mystery. There's a wiggle room here in the AFC. Well, uh, I don't know. You're telling me, you said if Joe Burrow's out a couple weeks, they have Pittsburgh and at Jacksonville. Jake Browning's not, he might win one of those games. He's not winning both of them. They're five and five. The reality is they could be five and seven. And if, say Burrow has a miraculous recovery, 10 days from now, Pittsburgh, the one thing they got is a crazy <laughs> pass true. rush. So I yeah. think they'll target him. I don't like to bet against Joe Burrow. Obviously, he's defied health expectations before. This is a really tough spot. The other thing is, are the Bengals the same team as they've been in the last couple of years? I feel like Lou Anarumo's defense is not scaring anybody. Basically, if Lamar Jackson hit a guy five yards past the line of scrimmage, he just ran willy-nilly, and the, the safeties look so weak on Cincinnati right now. Yeah, and this is kind of back-to-back weeks because against yeah. the Houston Texans, the Texans receivers were kind of doing whatever they wanted too. A um, lot of explosive plays, as you had mentioned. No, the Bengals don't see the same, but, but the Bengals are always a second-half team. This is a yeah. team that has gotten itself into a hole before five and four ends up going to the Super Bowl. So you, they were always a team you can't count out. And I'm still not counting them out. I mean, you're going to, I think last night they, they would have won that game out of pure desperation. I think Baltimore might be a better team, but you could tell Cincinnati was playing for their playoff life. They're going to look back at the Houston game and Tyler Boyd's drop in the end zone and say, yeah. that's when the season started going South. It's just not to, is it possible just to not be this team's year five and five? I think the playoff odds are just, plummeted for them if Burrow's out forget it listen I want to be fair right like for my Buffalo Bills five and five I'm like sky is falling this is it they're not making the playoffs but I find that the Bills are in much more disarray right now than Cincinnati also Cincinnati already beat Buffalo to me this is you're saying the Bills are in more disarray than Cincinnati well at least their quarterback is healthy but they just fired the offensive coordinator who knows if they really want to the team wants to play for this head coach there's a lot of big questions in the air the Bengals have Burrow's health as a question but all the other stuff seems pretty settled I mean this is this is breaking right for Kansas City Kansas City right now leads the division with the seven and two record even though Baltimore has the eight wins after last night but they're still technically on top they play Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles this Monday night that's gonna be fun but then Jacksonville Miami Pittsburgh Cleveland Houston I don't see where the Chiefs would be scared of any of these teams uh, were they really going to be scared of this year's version of the bills though at least the Bills and the Bengals are two teams that have at least pushed them to the brink. I mean... Uh, I don't know. I, you never know. And there's a lot, lot of season left. I think the Chiefs are in great position already. I think that's sort of demeaning who the Chiefs are to say they needed these injuries to be the team to beat because they were obviously the team to beat. But now but now they don't. It's like no excuses. Like we thought this AFC going into the season was going to be top, almost top to bottom juggernaut. Now that's when we thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be healthy with the Jets and a couple other things. Maybe Russell Wilson would have had some kind of resurgence under Sean Payton. Those things haven't happened. But you thought the Bills and the Bengals would at least push them. And 
Yeah, I it's, think it, it's like wide open now for Kansas City. I don't need. I don't want to be mean here, but I think we thought the Bengals would push. Them. Oh, thank you. Okay. This, <laughs> I okay. mean, the Bills. I think the Bills Super Bowl hype fell off or fell off a cliff before this season. I think the Bengals and the Chiefs. And who is the third team? Miami, but they can't beat a good team. No, coming into the year. Who, and the who, Chiefs already beat Miami. Coming into the year, who were the top teams? It was definitely Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, I guess Buffalo was third Thank you. in Vegas. But yeah. still, nobody nobody was scared. Did I don't think Kansas Pearl was scared. Did you really swerve out of the lane just to hit the Bills there? <laughs> like, you no, went up but, on the curb, on the sidewalk. With no tire pressure. Just, but you're saying yeah, right, right now. And with low tire pressure. It's amazing. You're saying right now, because the five and four Bengals had their quarterback got hurt last night. All of a sudden, the Chiefs have all this pressure. Like, the Chiefs were going to kill these teams. Anyway, the Bengals are not the Bengals anymore this year. The Bengals had all sorts of problems. They lost to the Texans at home. And let up 30 points to a rookie quarterback. This is not the same Bengals. And the Bills are even worse. Well, of course. But I'm not saying that there's pressure. I'm saying here's the opportunity. That, see, that's ridiculous. Because you're, that's like saying in the middle of the Warriors run, here's an opportunity because the Thunder had some injuries. They were. I think that's they are the team to beat regardless of any of this. They, okay, but, I don't think the Chiefs had to need any injuries from or any help from anybody. They're clearly the best team. Okay, but the Bengals have... Basically, we're one, you know, penalty away from winning that game in Arrowhead two years in a row. It's not like the Kansas City Chiefs have had no competition whatsoever. And now the last two teams that gave them a real scare in the playoffs are just like basically poof, kind of gone. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I think Baltimore is scarier this year than they've been if they stay healthy. And also Miami, when they get their running game going, is a threat. So I, I think there are still just as good as threats. And I don't think Buffalo or Cincinnati this year had any chance. I mean, Miami just faced them. I know it was in Germany, but that game wasn't even a game. Yeah, but now that they got HN back, I am I'm scared of this Miami team. I think they're they're gonna get better on defense. Vic Fangio has been teaching that team how to play defense. The funny thing too is Kansas City is not Kansas City this year, right? They're not the high octane offense. That is the best Kansas City defense Mahomes has ever had. So we'll see that Monday night against the Eagles. I think you're going to come out of that game where they're going to beat the Eagles, and everyone's going to be like, oh, this is the Kansas City team I know. Coming off a bye, Andy Reid. You don't think that the Eagles are going to get a little Super Bowl payback in this one? I just think Andy Reid's record off the bye is is the one of the certainties in the NFL, and it's in Arrowhead. And I don't think the, the Eagles can afford to lose this game because it's on the road. It's a conference game. Do you like the Eagles here? I don't I, know. We're going to make our picks a little bit later on in the show. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. I'd stay away from that one. Andy Reid, come on. As an Eagles fan, too. You make your picks and I'll make mine. I'm just saying, as an Eagles fan, we also respect Andy Reid off the bye. That's one of the things that every... When you're three years old in Philadelphia, (laughs) you know the exact number of how Andy Reid can out-strategize you with two weeks. We say good morning to the Weedos, the coffee drinkers in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. And we'd like to play a little game now. Because the Chiefs, the Bengals... Bills, Dolphins, Chargers. I mean, these are the teams, Ravens, that are set at quarterback. Cleveland Browns, even with Deshaun Hurt. There are some other teams they are going to have some major decisions to make. Let's play a little game called Will They Draft a Quarterback? It's sweeping the nation. <laughs> EJ is going to throw out a team. We'll tell you, are they going to draft a quarterback? EJ, what's up? What's up, guys? Let's begin... In the midway, let's talk about the Chicago Bears. Will they draft a quarterback? No. 
I know that's shocking. Okay, first of all, they have Carolina's pick, so right now they sit number one. Carolina has no incentive to lose at the end of the season. So if they can find a way to win a game, they almost won last week against Chicago. They can find a way to win a game. They won't have the number one. Justin Fields is just as good as these second-tier first-round quarterbacks. You're telling me Justin Fields is worse than Bo Nix? How do we know that? We haven't seen Bo Nix play at the NFL. Justin Fields in his last two full games had eight touchdowns and one pick. I think the Bears are just going to get better and better the rest of this season, and they're going to gain hope in Justin Fields. Maybe it's a mistake. I say he gets the job next year. Yeah, they are definitely drafting a quarterback because even if they have the number one pick or they have the number two pick, it's not about is Fields better than this quarterback coming out of college. It's I now get to start over with this quarterback coming out of college and I have to pay them. If you don't draft a quarterback, you're essentially telling Justin Fields, here's a big contract for you because that's how it goes in the NFL. And the Bears are not a good team. Well, they have some time. They do have a little time on Justin. They can still try him out next season as well. Well, this would be after year three. You got to decide if you're picking up the fifth year option. Like, so pick up the fifth year option. That's okay. That's not going to kill you salary cap wise. Yeah, that's nothing for a quarterback. And this day and age, that's fine. I say no. Perloff says yes. Or excuse me, I say yes. Perloff says no. EJ, who's next? Let's go to the New York Football Giants. They're starting the great time with DeVito of late. So clearly (laughs) they have some problems. Uh, the Giants, will they draft a quarterback? Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Now, this is the benefit of giving Daniel Jones a short-term contract. The, they shouldn't have given it to him at all. They should have franchise tagged him, but we can't get in a time machine and go back and undo that silly move they made. So he's going to be a big cap hit pearl off. It's like $40 million or so. I think the cap hit's even worse if he's actually off the team than if he's on the team. But Daniel Jones, to me is either somebody who you have him as like the bridge to the second guy where he starts the first seven or eight games or something, and then you go to the rookie. They realize Daniel Jones is not the future. And now Daniel Jones has so many injuries, he can't be the future. This is just another one in what has been a laundry list of injuries in his career. Got to draft a quarterback. So this is wimping out here a little bit. Are we talking about, do they have a shot at Caleb Williams? Because I'm telling you right now, they are not replacing Daniel Jones with Drake May. You can't go from a 6-5 ACC quarterback like Daniel Jones to another one like Drake May from a Watch school them. that has produced nothing but <laughs> Watch them. That produced nothing but bust at quarterback. There is reporting, Ralph Acchiano says they want to give Daniel Jones another full shot. You know how the Giants work. They're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr., and which they should, by the way, because to have a star-wide receiver since Odell Beckham would be amazing. I think they convince themselves into Daniel Jones because that's what the Giants do, Maggie. I know. They literally just made this mistake with Saquon Barkley taking him second overall to try to get a last shot with Eli Manning, and what happened? It almost tanked the franchise even worse than what could have been. They could have had Lamar Jackson. They could have had Josh Allen. They could have had a franchise quarterback. Instead, they were loyal to Eli. They cannot do this again. If they if they're two and they take Drake May, Drake May as a Giants quarterback does not get raised my pulse at all. I feel like that has bus written all over. EJ, who's next? Okay, let's go to the team that has probably the best Call of Duty player in the NFL, <laughs> the Cardinals, who Kyler Murray just made his return last week. But do they look to the future? Will the Cardinals draft the quarterback? Nope. And anyone see all the camera angles of Kyler Murray's big run where he went about forty yards behind the line yep. of scrimmage and came back? The Cardinals are feeling Kyler Murray. It might be a huge mistake, but they're a team that needs everything. 
So they're, they have a lot of draft capital coming up in the future. I say they give Kyler Murray one more year. They know they can get their quarterback down the road. This another team sticking with their guy. Might be a mistake, but I think they have a lot of money invested in Kyler Murray, and it would be a huge cap hit to get rid of him. They're keeping Kyler. You know, I agree with Perloff here because the Arizona Cardinals blew it. You had the number one overall pick. You were in the driver's seat for Caleb Williams. You could have hit the reset button on this whole thing, and instead you decide to play Kyler. Now look what he did. He went around, messed around, and won you a game. Yeah. Now you drop all the way to fourth if the draft was today. You're going to keep dropping yep. most likely. And you, you you blew it for yourself, Cardinals. I don't know what to tell you. Remember, they have the Texans pick, too, off the Will Anderson trade, which we thought was going to be a top 10 pick. <laughs> Texans That's are going to make the playoffs. No, no. The, the Cardinals have more draft needs than any team in the NFL. They need picks, picks, picks. And they're if they get up to two, trade down if I were them. Who's next? Finding love in a hopeless place. The Green Bay Packers. Still currently starting with uh, Jordan Love. That hasn't gone so great. Yeah. Do the Packers draft the quarterback? Honestly, yet? if Rihanna could come play quarterback, uh-huh. she might actually beat him out for the job. <laughs> uh, you know, I've kind of, I've had a change of heart on this one, Perloff. I think they're sticking with Jordan Love. Now, this is the Packers' MO, is to always have another quarterback waiting just to create maximum agita in that quarterback room. But... I think Jordan Love, he signed a very team-friendly deal. I think they have not given up on him yet. Maybe some incremental improvements, especially last week against Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. I think they, he, they're sticking with him. The two throws he made against the Steelers last week, you're not getting rid of that. The, the other problem with the Packers is that their roster is awful on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Watson is a problem. I, honestly, I don't even think he should be on the team next year. Every time you throw in his direction, it's a potential interception. Dobbs is okay. He's a fourth-round pick. They need a lot of help. Uh, Their offensive line has gotten old and gone away. I think that they're going to build one more year. The other thing, the Packers take a quarterback when you don't expect them to. They don't take a quarterback when you expect them to. So they're going to have Love play well, and then they're going to draft a quarterback. Uh That's how they do things in Green Bay. That is Jedi. Uh, Last one, EJ. All right, let's go to Tampa Bay, where Baker Mayfield currently resides as the starting quarterback. But do the Bucs... Look to draft the quarterback this year. Okay, they're they're not a top five team like these other teams we're talking about, and that's why I think they do draft a quarterback. So they like Baker. Baker's made some big plays. This is a perfect bridge opportunity. You get in, let's say, a Jaden Daniels, an exciting guy who's a lot different, or or Bo Nix or Michael Penix. I think they draft a developmental quarterback. If they do not draft a quarterback, I would turn in my season tickets if I were a Bucks fan. What are we doing here? I mean. We're just going to go with, what, Todd Bowles and another veteran quarterback, and this is just what we're going to do, and we're going to stink, and we're going to continue to be irrelevant since Tom Brady left, and we're just going to, what, live off of that Super Bowl? Well, they need a lot of other positions, too. What if there's a great pass rusher? I mean, say they're sitting at 11 right now. You love the quarterback that's there. They might not get one of the top five guys. You've got to fix that problem. I know you don't want to be desperate and see something you don't want to see, But what does Tampa have going for it right now? Absolutely nothing. You need some juice, and you need to solve this quarterback issue. Uh, Baker's okay. Baker's not so bad. I think their problems go way deeper than just Baker Mayfield. There we go. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. A little uh, version of will they, won't they. By the way, there's there's six first round quarter. Everyone agrees there's six first round quarterbacks. Now we need six teams. It's going to be obviously Caleb Williams, obviously Drake May, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Jaden Daniels, and JJ McCarthy. 
I'm starting to wonder if there are six teams that definitely are doing this, Maggie. It's going to be a weird draft. Because I, I read mock drafts every day. I have yeah. an alert. Anytime anyone, and you don't have to have any Cat expertise. Yeah. You put up a mock draft, I'm reading it, and everyone agrees there are six quarterbacks. So this is going to be fun. It is only November and everything changes. Anthony, did we know Anthony Richardson was going number four overall at this time? No. No clue. Uh, Laura's in the chat. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Laura's a big Bucks fan. She said they don't need a quarterback. We have Baker and Kyle Trask. I can't tell if she's being sarcastic. 855-212-4227. A lot more, including the surprise coaching candidate for Texas A&M. Did not see this big name coming. We'll get to that in a minute. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We just did a segment, which teams are drafting a quarterback. And it's funny. I said this team is going to hold on to their current guy. And you said it draft, everybody draft one. We didn't even get to. There are a bunch of other teams that could draft a quarterback. Basically, Maggie, the way you would run a team is draft a quarterback every year. And I love that philosophy. <laughs> Maybe. I think about it especially with like a second round pick or something. Look at how valuable the backups are right now. If you're just waking up and you missed last night's Thursday night game, you have Joe Burrow is now dealing with a wrist injury. He left the game in the second quarter. Now Jake Browning might be a good backup, the former Washington Husky, but we don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not everyone's Joshua Dobbs. Not everyone can come in like a rocket scientist and learn the playbook literally on the sideline before you jump in. I think Joshua Dobbs, by the way, was 0-7 as a starter before this (laughs) year. It's never ideal Remember Tennessee last year. Yeah. It's hard to come in as a backup. Well, and that's why, listen, for teams like the New York Giants, for teams like the Bears, I mean, you got to do it. Mark is in Connecticut, has a thought on the Green Bay Packers' future quarterback. Good morning, Mark. Morning. How are you doing? Fantastic. What's on your mind? Uh, I, I'm a longtime Packer fan, shareholder, the whole nine yards. Uh, you know, I feel like Jordan Love has done enough to earn him the job for starting next year. The team is ex- inexperienced. And they make errors, but they're too inexperienced to overcome those errors right now. But I don't think that they're losing just because of him. They're in the they're they're losing four games, one score games. Those are games to go either direction. So I have my faith as a fan in the organization, and I, I think uh, we just got to ride it out for the time being. Listen, he signed a very team friendly deal as well, Mark. Thank you so much. Now here's the one thing. If Green Bay continues to lose, they play the Chargers this mm-hmm. weekend at home and they're a three-point underdog. If they continue to lose, Perloff, they're going to get into the top five. And I'll tell you what, every team lies to themselves when they're in the top five and says, we may never be picking this high you know, again mm. for like the next decade or whatever. If we get the right quarterback, yeah. we'll never be picking this high again. And teams tell themselves that lie over and over again. And that's why you see quarterbacks all get pushed up to the top of the draft. Yeah, but, I mean, listen, I, I don't have their schedule in front of me. But that NFC North, there's going to be a lot of close, winnable games. And he's right. The team around him, you're bringing in a, a rookie quarterback for what? To throw to Watson, Dobbs, Aaron Jones is getting older. A.J. Dillon hasn't been effective. I, I think there's a lot of team needs here. Speaking of team needs, uh, Emmanuel Barbaria is here with the news, but we got some for you, Emmanuel, that just came down literally one minute ago, which is Ian Rappaport is reporting from NFL Network that the Browns are hosting a quarterback workout this morning, and sources say former Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco 
is wow. among the quarterbacks. No RG3? Yeah, I don't know if RG3 got the call. Honestly, we, you played last hour, RG3 right. basically begging for an opportunity from the Browns. If I'm RG3, I'm offended if you bring in Joe Flacco, who's 38 and is a statue, as opposed to at least kicking the tires on RG3. The Browns should sign me as their starting quarterback. <laughs> I like the confidence. But Hi, at least, uh, at least, I'm RG3. At least Flacco's been in the league recently. When is RG3 last played? It's been a few years now. It was a it's backup in, he's a bum. He was a backup in Baltimore, wasn't he? Yeah, was that two or three years ago? Lamar. It was COVID year. I remember, I don't understand, uh, EJ and I were talking about it. It is a great mystery how RG3's career fell apart. Because he was amazing as a rookie. I remember that was one of the great rookie years. So fast, had a cannon. And then he got healthy and nobody started him. I didn't understand. I still, why was he a backup? Yeah, he played as a backup in 2020. That's the Ravens. The Ravens. Flacco played last last year. Yeah, Flacco played for the Jets last year. So you're going to bring in a quarterback in week 11 who hasn't played in three years? That sounds dubious. Joe Flacco playing quarterback. Let's put that in air quotes here. I mean, he wasn't exactly master. It's not a mastery of the position at this point for Flacco. I don't know. What's Flacco? 37, 38? 38. 38. And he can't move. Yeah, who cares if he can't move? Just. Throw the ball to they have good receivers, good running backs. Somebody there's got to hand the ball off. I worry about the two guys they have there right now because the, all you have to do with that defense is not turn the ball over. And what do PJ Walker and Dorian Thompson Robinson do? They turn the ball over. Well, here's the question If Joe Flacco is the headliner of the quarterbacks they're bringing in for the workout, who who else is there? They said it's, it's going to be a quarterback workout. Flacco is among the quarterbacks. Well, no, no sighting of Colt McCoy. I had uh, no study of Nick Foles. I say, did, did they go to that senior home, a local <laughs> senior home? Perhaps Eli and Payne Manning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the issue the Jets ran into earlier in the year. Yeah. With the whole Aaron Rodgers situation, it was like, who can you bring in that can realistically win you games, manage the game, and the options just aren't well, great. What's, what's wrong with thirty-four-year-old Nick Foles to manage a game? I'm not saying he's great, but as a backup, he seems a lot better no, I, than I prefer him to Zach than a rookie. Right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't Nick Foles play last year for the Colts a little bit, and he looked pretty bad, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. at least we know. Did Nick I hallucinate Foles, that? Nick Foles can it manage no, a game. Kayvon Thibodeau like make fun of him while he was you know, <laughs> oh, pressing yes, on the, yes, on the yes. ground. Like that, that was a scary sight. Yeah, okay. but I mean, Dorian Thompson Robinson's a 21 year old rookie. I, I I have no idea he could be good, but there I would some, assume Nick no, Foles there, could do a better chance. There is to something win. too like that. These teams don't have quality backup quarterback or experience. Or experience. I, yes. exper- yeah. At least Josh Jobs has experience. That's I just true. don't get the young guys. Yeah, I don't know what you're getting from a lot of these guys that are now coming in to play real NFL games now. Well, well it's true. And also the backup position is supposed to be like the eyes and ears a little bit for the quarterback too, right? Like helping you break down defenses and diagnose stuff. Like what can a what can Dorian Thompson Robinson teach Deshaun Watson about football? I mean I'm convinced that Aaron Rodgers has used the backup quarterback position as Finding who his golf buddies and yeah. caddies will be when they go to the course. Like, I mean, Drug Tim meal. Boyle and Zach Wilson, give me a break. Red dumps were super smooth. Uh-huh. No, it's interesting to me. The Bengals let Brandon Allen walk out of the building, go to Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Then Allen was so good that they wanted to get rid of Trey Lance. I've seen Brandon Allen play. They could have used last, if he was in last night instead of Jake Browning, maybe they have a chance. I didn't understand that. I think you're right. We are, you know, we say this now in week 11. You got to pay attention to backup quarterback. We probably should have said it earlier in the year. Do you remember when Joe Burrow first drained the calf and we were all like feverishly heading to the, you know, sites to see like who is the backup in Cincinnati? I had no idea who it was. Meanwhile, yeah, Jake Browning. Emmanuel Barbari is here with headlines. Good morning. I'll have audio next hour. I was actually looking at it before. RG3 thinks he can be a mentor as well to Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's a bum. 
<laughs> so the bagels. style. Well, how, about style? A poll? how about a poll? Which broadcaster would you want to start? Matt Ryan, RG3, who else? Orlovsky? No, I don't think Orlovsky Mark wants Sanchez. to play anymore. Mark Sanchez, long-time backup. When did Sanchez last play? That's got to be a while ago. Washington. He got thrown into starting duty, I think. What year was that? Let me look this up. That's got to be 2019, right? Maybe. Mark Sanchez, former Eagle as well, right, Perlow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was an Eagle. Dallas Cowboy? Now, what is Philip Rivers doing? Is he, is he in this Coaching mix? high school and having babies. 20, 2018. It's been five years for Mark Sanchez. <laughs> oh, wow. I couldn't, Mark Half Sanchez a decade. Was, was a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. I, I didn't remember that. For a couple of years. Oh, here's, I see one year here. Oh, just one year? I thought oh, it was maybe, Yeah, I see one year here. Oh, well, he, he got in game action one year, so it could have been two years. He could have been there in 2017. Who well. else is in the booth? Uh, our guy Boomer is Trent, pretty healthy. Yeah, he's got the left hand going. Uh, Trent Green. Trent Green. Trent Green hasn't played in 17 well, I mean, years. It's better than Dan Fouts. I mean, right. right. Um, yeah. Kurt I, Warner is a, it does radio. Well, NFL has a bunch of Hasselbacks and Trent Dilfer is around there. So we know Trent Dilfer's coach. Eli David Payton. Carr. Eli, Eli. And if you had Eli and Peyton as the combo, do you think you could get through a game? Yeah. Not just one or the other. You need Maybe both one game. of them. Maybe Shuffle, one game. Shuffle in. Like Cooper uh, run a wildcat. <laughs> I'd rather have Arch <laughs> and Peyton or Eli. I, um, by the way, Joe Flat, all you need is a place. For, this This is the one team in the league out of the 32 teams that just needs their quarterback not to turn the ball over, and Miles Garrett will win you the game. Mm-hmm. So I, I I, don't think Joe Flacco's ideal, but this is not an ideal situation. Saying Joe Flacco's not ideal is like <laughs> the understatement, also not elite. Got the answer, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, oh there you go. I like that. Actually, Brockoff and I did an interview with Fitzpatrick earlier this season, and we asked him about the Jets' job. We were being serious about that. Of he course. said they, did, they didn't call. He also has the best Jets quarterback season in the last 30 years. Which is so, the 2015, so sad. Was it better season? than all the Pennington years? Yeah. <laughs> just, Apparently, statistically, statistically it was. Yes, I would yeah. say. I mean, Chad Pennington is my all-time favorite Jet. So. He's 40, Fitzpatrick. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chad Pennington. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Pennington's <laughs> older than 40. Call Chad Pennington today if he's Listen, only 40. Well, Chad, Chad Pennington's is probably not game, that old. You could probably he's, find him outside in the newsroom. Uh, he's 47. He's 47. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been 40 for the last 10 years. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. never played <laughs> a young man's game. No, you know? never. Well, uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, we got the Bengals, who also could be looking for a quarterback. They dropped to 5-5, five and five, lose Joe Burrow in the second quarter. The non-contact right wrist injury head coach Zach Taylor is staying positive through it all. I know we're disappointed with the loss, but I, I'm not discouraged about where the season's headed after this game. So um, these guys are going to stick together. We're going we're gonna to take the long weekend here and regroup and, and uh, get ready for Pittsburgh next week. Bengals also lost their top cornerback, Cam Taylor-Britt, a quad injury. Now they play Pittsburgh. Will it be with Burrow or without Burrow? And I'm wondering what Zach Taylor is trying to say here. I, I have no idea. I, uh, all the information I have is, is two seconds worth. And then we went to go try to find five to one again. Did he say two seconds, sort of? Two hmm. seconds worth. Yeah, that's what I thought he said. Two, two seconds worth. Oh, two, two seconds, seconds worth. worth. Gotcha. I could not. I cannot make. I <laughs> make the other <laughs> just told him Burrow wrist. <laughs> He's went back on. No, no. Like this is game. this is the lie that the coach tells the media. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're just like, dude, it's not good. At least he's got a conscience. He's stumbling over the lie uh, a little bit. <laughs> Ravens are 8-3. and three. Yeah, exactly. Best in the AFC North. They sweep the season series with the Bengals, but a huge blow for them. They lose tight end Mark Andrews for the season, left in the first quarter. A serious ankle injury. Head coach John Harbaugh, was there some foul play? Well, there? yeah, it was definitely hip, hip drop tackle, to your point. And uh, it is being discussed. It's, it's a tough tackle. You know, was it even necessary in that situation? Uh, the other one on the sideline, you know, there, there's always plays that you send in. 
uh, to the league to have them look at and interpret for you. So the hip drop tackle from hip drop tackle from yeah. Logan Wilson, Lamar Jackson. It's like losing a brother out We've there. Been bread and butter, uh, peanut butter and jelly, whatever you want to call it. But that's very tough because that's my boy. That's like receiver one sometimes, you know. And for him to go out first quarter, you know, and he's been having a remarkable year, one touchdown away from a record, I think. That's that's tough, man. Man, it, it is really tough, and I'm sorry for Mark Andrews because it looked like it was very painful. He did walk uh-huh. off the field, but it looked painful, and he was, like, writhing in pain, and it looked really bad. But I was just thinking, like, at least RG3 used bread and butter, mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly. There's some players and athletes who have very odd food combinations that we're aware of. Imagine if this was Jameson Williams up at the podium. He's mm-hmm. like, and we go together like a, a hamburger and a McFlurry. It's like Will Levis. actually may actually sound normal until you realize he means – Together. Together, um, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like we go together like mayonnaise and coffee. Like if it's Will Levis up there and everyone's like, <laughs> the reporters are writing in their notebook like what? <laughs> right. At least everybody can understand peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> yes, right. bread and butter. Mm. Very distinguishable. It's like we go together like hot dogs and apple pie. It's like what? <laughs> Don't have to say though. I mean, the peanut butter and jelly, I get that. It's definitely a reference. Bread and butter. Mm. Butter's got to be melted. It's it also like a buttered roll that you get at like the train station. It, it can't be the cold stick of butter or the cold packet, mm. and you're just throwing it on a piece of whatever kind of bread. Like that, that lard, that 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 lard is like all the good um, things that come from butter are lost when it's ice cold. Whipped butter, essentially. Do I, I, you have to have it softened? You're right about that. And then there is nothing that's more frustrating when it's butter or peanut butter or something and it's cold and you're trying to spread it over a piece of bread. It is awful. You end up ripping the bread. But by the way, I've I've ordered bagels from Starbucks. I never do. I never did it again because the one time it happened, I ordered a buttered bagel and they just gave me a bagel with a cold butter in in the between. They said, here you go. Can I I tell you something? I wanted to throw it right back at them. Can I tell you guys an etiquette thing? Yes. Okay. So if you're ever at a fancy dinner or something, right, and there's a roll and butter on the side, the right, correct way you're supposed to butter bread if you're out at a table with people is you actually butter every single bite. So you rip a little bit off the roll, butter the little bit you have in your hand, and then eat it. You're I've not supposed to do butter that. the whole roll while you're sitting there at a fancy dinner. Just keep that wow. one in the back pocket next time you're on a date or something. So you, you keep, the, wondered about keep the knife in your hand while you're sitting? No, and then you put the knife down in between bites, but yes. Mm, okay. So each little each, ripped piece of bread. Each ripped piece gets its own little bit of butter and then put it in your mouth. So that one's for free. I like okay. that. I mean, I'm someone who, like, uh, you know, when I get my own packet, I'm not a all, overall double dipper. But when I have my own little salsa or my own little blue cheese, I'm going ham on the dip, <laughs> yeah. dip, dip, dip. Yeah. Not so. if you're in front of the bosses. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I would say that, but um, but yeah, not not in any communal spot. But <laughs> you get your own. Uh, I'm all for the double, triple, quadruple dipping. So uh, this is something I may try next time I go out to dinner. By also, way, don't forget Troy Aikman, another quarterback who could come out of the booth and mm-hmm. play. I did put the poll question game. up on that, by the way. Uh, I did put the poll question up. So other names we mentioned. It seemed like the names that got the most traction were Robert Griffin, Mar- uh, Matt Ryan, Mark Sanchez, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So. the Question was, which current broadcaster do you think could still win an NFL game? 51% leading the way, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wow. What would you say, Emmanuel? 
Oh, I said he could manage the game, referring to Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, yeah. <laughs> not not a slight on his playing career, of course, sure. but but his abilities right now to step out of the booth. He'd be doing play-by-play while he's throwing the ball. So late in this game, Burrow out, Jake Browning and Ravens up. It seemed like a foregone conclusion. The Ravens were coming away with a win, right? So on the prime broadcast, attention turned to something that certain fans may have been modeled. The Ravens with a comfortable three-touchdown advantage. Perkins, you know, extra points normally don't have that much significance, but that last one, <laughs> you know, I can't it was, resist. It was big. It was, it was important. Yes. The half a point was big. So the over ended up clearing by a lot, but that Justin Tucker extra point they're talking about, it just hit the over of 46 and a half. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Manny had the under. This is this is an Al Michaels move he's been doing for years. Years. He used to. You could tell that when he would have this call, like a the ball would go through the uprights or something, and he'd go, "And this game is over." <laughs> Always used to send you the the gambling signals during the game. You know that Perloff, right? Yeah, I mean, now everybody talks about it openly. Al Michaels was an early adapter. <laughs> yeah. So wait, but the, the final score was 34-20. That was the second to last touchdown? Yes, yeah, so that was when the Ravens were up by three scores. So the over, it wasn't even a question at the end. But just in that moment, they wanted to they wanted to mention it. So I didn't, did you guys, anybody live bet the game last night? The no. second Burrow started shaking his hand, the, the live spread went to a minus 11 and a half. Oh my God. Which they hit <laughs> wow. because wow. Vegas somehow knew that the Bengals were toast. Did anybody think there was a comeback coming last night? I didn't. No, think. no, not After at all. Jones, no, none yeah. of these teams that, except for ironically, the Jets in one in the game, the first game against the Bills. None of these teams, when those quarterbacks go down mid-game, have done anything with the backup in-game. Yeah, it's hard. They've all, they've all, it's all been a disaster every time that quarterback goes down. And the NBA Thunder handed the Warriors their fifth straight loss. Isaiah Joe with seven for seven from three. Shea Gilgis Alexander twenty-four points, seven assists. The Thunder had won just one of their last eleven meetings. With the Warriors, but Golden State hurting a bit right now. No Draymond Green, of course, with the suspension for head coach Steve Kerr. Inexcusable, and and um, we have to do everything we can um, to, to give him the help and the assistance that he needs to be able to uh, to draw that distinction between being, you know, an incredible competitor, um, which he's always been. That's why he's in the position he is. That's why he's the player he is. Um, but he can't cross that line, and um, he, he crossed it the other night for sure. So putting some dressing on it, but condemning. Can we go back Draymond in a time Green. machine eight years and maybe send that message the first time he started kicking people in the junk? Yeah, maybe midway through that warriors Cavs series he could have said this. Yeah, he would have won him a series. Do you remember, did Steve Kerr say anything after he punched Jordan Poole? I don't remember any condemning. No, the big thing, he may have condemned, but like the big thing was who leaked the video. It wasn't like, is that your main concern? Who leaked the video? Isn't it? Why does the video contain one player punching another player? Now, Steve Kerr famously got punched in the face by Michael Jordan at practice and said it led to him, you know, somehow he turned. Ow! <laughs> oh, Ow! Or John Storley. Uh led to him like being better or something some lie that Steve Kerr is telling himself about this origin story I don't know I don't I, think I don't think uh, Steve Kerr spoke after Jordan Poole because I don't I don't think anybody felt bad about Jordan Poole getting punched in the grill exactly but, Jordan yeah. Poole's antics in Washington is making that scandal feel differently because he's one of the least engaged NBA players I've seen in my life but I, I wonder, is, is Steve Kerr and Draymond Green, are they trying to wake up this team? It doesn't feel like it's going well. Like, is anybody talking about the Warriors as a contender anymore? I just love they're talking about now we need some kind of yeah. intervention here with, uh, you know, anger management with Draymond Green. It's like, I don't know, you've basically been condoning either by 
giving him contract extensions or not admonishing him publicly for years. Uh, and, you know, the big thing with me, they missed on James Wiseman. There's no other. They need Draymond so desperately right now. Who else is their big guy? Who's going to get a rebound? I think Kevon Looney, is, 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 he's the guy that yeah. they're going to be leaning on. And he had some some her, almost heroic games in the playoffs but yeah. because he was the only guy. Kevon Looney plays basketball like he, like how I feel right now with this back injury. He plays <laughs> always like he's, you know, just trying to just get through the 48 minutes. He plays so hard. But um, Kevon Looney's been an old man since he entered the league. I totally agree <laughs> with that. Yeah, it's, it's Scrappy, just... old. I don't know how. I don't know within ten years how old Kevon Looney is. Do you guys know? <laughs> He's fifty. Uh, yes, EJ playing hurt today too, but we appreciate that. Emmanuel, thank you so much. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Earlier in the show, people were giving us advice for Perloff's tire pressure. Maybe people can give you advice for your back, EJ. Uh, coming up, college football coaching carousel we've got the latest don't move maggie and perloff cbs sports radio call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All right, Maggie, we're trying to find a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Apparently, Joe Flacco is in Cleveland. Did you see there was a lot of Twitter action because... He got on a plane last night, and everyone was going crazy about it, which is Joe bizarre. Flacco? Yeah, you didn't see the Joe Flacco on the plane video last night? <laughs> no, like going where? To, to his, Cleveland. His family for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Last night, the, the Joe Flacco buzz started last night because he was on a plane. I'm like, this isn't Peyton Manning uh, with a <laughs> private jet 
looking at free agent destinations. I assume Joe Flacco was just going to Cleveland for some to see his uncle. Exactly. <laughs> but I guess he's there to work out. Are there any other ideas from the chat on who can play quarterback yeah, in Cleveland? We're asking for broadcasters who are currently broadcasting who could go win a game in the NFL because RG3 is lobbying for this job very, very uh Obviously, <laughs> very, very uh, intensely. Yes, uh, we're hearing from the chat. T.M. Lee Stanley. Did I see Brady Quinn? Let's go to the college yeah, ranks, I, I guess, a little that. bit. Yeah. Also asking uh, Tebow. How about Tim Tebow? Get back out there. Kirk Herbstreet <laughs> should have come down from the booth. He's an Ohio boy. Kirk Herbstreet played at Ohio State in 1982 and has not... <laughs> broadcasting career has been four times as long as yeah, his yeah, football yeah. career. I, I don't think they're going to sign up Herbie. Uh, Tim Tebow is being interesting. If you had Tim Tebow as a Browns quarterback, you would not have a pass. It'd be like an eighth grade team. It'd be <laughs> nothing but run plays. Maybe you have two pass plays in the playbook, but you don't run them. That's what the Browns should do. Uh, Billy says, I'd start Maggie and Perloff over Dan Orlovsky. I mean, I don't know about Perloff. I got a live arm. <laughs> yeah. can throw 15 yards probably. Uh, meanwhile, this was a, a swing and a miss a little bit for Texas A&M. They're obviously looking for a new coach, Perloff. They had Jimbo Fisher, very expensive buyout, the most expensive in the history of college football, around $75, $76 million, carry the one. They reportedly reached out to Dan Campbell. Sure. Of the currently in first place in the AFC North, NFC North, pardon me, Detroit Lions, asking him if he'd like to take over the job. Yeah, I heard a theory that they're just trying to help Dan Campbell get more money out of the Lions. <laughs> that it was a courtesy call. I mean, it's an invitation is what it is. There's no chance that he was ever going to say yes to this. Finally, the Detroit Lions are not an embarrassment. In fact, they're like one of the great stories of the NFL. And I don't think he needs... A and M sniffing around him to get a contract extension. Do you? Uh, maybe. I mean, it, or certainly, it doesn't hurt to have another offer. That's the key to getting more money out this of your This is the best thing that's happened to Detroit since Megatron. Like they'd be stupid to mess this up with Dan Campbell. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I felt this felt like agents speak to me. This because you're right. There's no logical reason Dan Campbell's leaving. I think somebody did someone a favor. No, this is the audacity of Texas A and M, which we talked about last week about yeah. they're going to swing for the biggest. They're fish. not. They they're, literally just called Dan Campbell. Well, they he turned really, them they, down. There's they, a report right, that they, they called, they, it. and he turned them down. I'm they already you, interviewed. They, they barely. The two interviews they're doing are Jeff Trailer and Mike Elko. Those are. Swings? I'm telling you, Texas A&M is the old dude at the club who thinks that because they got money <laughs> and because they, they, they drive a Bentley that they could get the hottest chick at the club. <laughs> who says we can't get flexed? And now they're going for what is the hottest chick. I mean, he's a Texas A&M alum, which I didn't even realize. Like, that would make sense for them. To I'm make telling that you, they're hiring play. this UTSA guy, and it's going to be any it's day, gonna, and that is low-key as you could possibly if, be. If it happens, it's going to be because no other guys want to take that terrible job, which he's I the, understand. He might be the only interview for the job. I sure to God, I'm not a lunatic. Also, it doesn't take SEC school. You don't need to interview to get the guy they want. They could absolutely just call a dad ball, call a Deontay, hey, do you want this job? Yes, okay. We'll, we'll fly uh, you to College Station tomorrow. Do they, I mean, if they got Dabo... I'd well, go they, from Jimbo Fisher to Dabo. Oh, my God. That'd be a disaster. Texas A&M, a disaster. We've heard that one before. <laughs> Would he make more money as the A&M head coach? Anyway, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Got some coaching news for you from the NFL side next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 